welcome back to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And this is our part two episode of Top Fives. This time we are going to talk about the top five things bigger people should not assume about skinny people. If you didn't hear last week's episode, it was the top five things people shouldn't assume about bigger people. We're going to flip it on its head today and we're going to talk a little bit about the opposite side of that coin. But before we do, what's going on? What's new? Well, we talked about all the goings on in the city last week, but what's coming up for me is shortly after this episode airs, um, I will be playing on the Imperial Theater stage for their Ooh, birthday party. That's exciting. They're turning 110. 110. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. They don't look a day over 100. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Imperial has been around very, very long time. It has. It's had such a storied history too, like where like it really was one of the main stages along the Eastern Seaboard yeah. because St. John was such a port city, and then you know that like uh, Houdini was here, like all kinds right. of really famous people. His huge vaudeville stage, like it was amazing, and then went through an era of disarray and disrepair and. It was a Pentecostal church for a long time. And then the Buy Cappy or the Be Cappy project started in the 80s. I didn't know that I knew the entire history of the Imperial Theater, but here I go spouting it off. We can (laughs) tag them in this episode. Um, And they revived with like tremendous community effort and massive fundraising campaigns for like almost 20 years or just just under 20 years and then they reopened their doors in 1994 in september 1994 Mm. and one of the first bands to play was a community band called the saint mary's band which has also been around for over 100 years which i also play in and an offshoot of the saint mary's band is the back in time big band which i also play (laughs) in you know everybody knows the third trombone player in the back in time band Big trombone player. Uh, yeah, that's me. Big girl, trombone player. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> also learned that Jimmy Buffett was a trombone I player. And I think Jimmy that's oh, RIP Jimmy Buffett. Really terrible news. He was only 76 years old, but man, what a life and what great songs he wrote. I have a theory that he is uh, actually flying cocaine back and forth because of that lovely plane he always had. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> no one from the 70s that had a water boat plane did not traffic in drugs. Are you kissing Jimmy Buffett in his death of being a coke trafficker? Cheeseburger in paradise. That's what that means? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Making assumptions. <laughs> oh, that's working for you. <laughs> in case you're not watching this live on camera, or by you live, I mean on YouTube, I'm shaking my head at Isaiah. I know, right? <laughs> but anyway, back to the Imperial Theater. Back to the Imperial Theater, yeah. So it's their birthday party. It's 110 years um and the back in time big band is a featured band and we're gonna do a latin set we've got dancers coming and it's gonna be really cool with really awesome costumes and we've got some special guest singers like um teresa patterson who if you've never heard teresa patterson sing buckle up she's so good (laughs) like to play behind her is just like Oh, how are you so beautiful and so wonderful? <laughs> and John Frank is also going to be singing Ooh. with us, um, which are two of them are half of kids at heart. Yes. The, <laughs> so we've got half of kids at heart. That means they're kid at heart. I don't know. I'm making, <laughs> I'm making wild things, but kid at heart. <laughs> yeah, kid at heart. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great show. You should come check it out. Tickets are available. 
um back in my big band and there'll be cake oh i love cake and even if you don't like the show it's never a bad time to sit in the imperial theater and there's cake and that's how I say, and I kind of met the first time, hung up the yeah, first time, was at the Imperial Theater. Theater. Yeah. Rufus Wainwright show. Sure. Uh, yeah. That I was his name, Rufus Wainwright? Yep. Uh, we, we called him Baker Mayfield for the long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rufus Wainwright. And so, you know, it's an origin story for us. I like to tie it back to the podcast as we go into our top five things we as big people shouldn't assume about the rest of the population. Yes. So the top five, you ready? Top five. I'm ready. David so, Letterman style. Whew. Little little hat. No, that's that's not David Letterman that does the letter on his head. No, that's, David Letterman did the top ten list, and he used to like throw things behind them, and like there was a pretend window there, and it'd crash. Oh uh, yeah. And he threw threw the cue cards I, or whatever. I, I don't do late night talk shows very much. Weird. I do. Whatever. I did at least in the nineties. <laughs> All right, number five. Uh, don't assume that skinny people are healthy. Just like we talked about in our top five from last week, um, same thing. Don't assume that skinny people are healthy. You know, we know that that's not always the case. Um, that no matter what your body size is, you, there's definitely health things that can be going on. Lots of skinny people. This is unfortunate, but lots of skinny and big people get cancer or have heart attacks or have, you know, poor working livers like there are lots of things that can go wrong is fat uh, a, a contributing factor like we said last episode of course it is it is certainly a factor but not all thin people are healthy and not all heavy people are right. not and we all just need to throw our assumptions out the door <laughs> yeah i think some, something that something that has kind of subsided in society is talk about you know body shaming body weight is yeah i don't hear people talk about like bulimia and what's the other one anorexia anorexia as much anymore but i remember when i was in school that was like a huge thing was we all talked about that as that skinny people always were yeah and that was awful too i remember one of my very best friends this is like the first time that me as a big person stopped like being jealous of thin people because there was like i remember we were in high school and they talked about the what to watch for to see if your friend's anorexic and it's like dresses and layers um plays with their food you know breaks and the poor girl she just happened to do all the things she wasn't anorexic she was a thin girl and everybody started making fun of her and that felt as awful as being made fun of for being right. fat because it all feels bad it does yeah don't assume it's don't assume. always always terrible on the top four number four uh that thinner people don't struggle with uh their identity their their body, body image issues you know we had becky on here from big tide and she talked about her own struggles and the assumptions that people made about her because she works at a bar and she's thin and people would walk up to her and ask her if she knew where to buy drugs because they right. assumed she was a crackhead yeah like, that's awful that's awful and, and again that you know we always talk, talk about how, you know, we see each other ourselves in the mirror. Um, and the same thing goes for anyone, you know, you, you always, everyone struggles with that self image. Um, and especially it can definitely affect your mental health and things like that. Um, no matter where you are on the spectrum, right. You, right. Al you always want to be that other person. Um, I think there was a, uh, what was it? There was a, 
comic of and it's done really had to do with like self self image but it kind of does where it's like the guy on the bike wishes he could afford to be on the bus the guy on the bus wishes he could afford to be on it driving the car and the guy in the car wishes he could have the convertible and right that that kind of same idea is you know you you see the other side of the fence and you wish you could be there and that doesn't matter where you are on the spectrum you you had no yeah, everyone kind of suffers from that self-image. Same with like people with straight hair always want to have curly hair. And people right. with curly hair always want to have straight hair. And people with no hair yeah. just want hair. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. I do. I wish I had some hair or no hair. I wish either. I wish my hair would completely go away, or I had long, luxurious Fabio hair. <laughs> Throw my hair back. <laughs> yes. uh, that'll be my move. That'll be your move. Yes, I would. I should have probably brushed my hair before I recorded these. <laughs> I I wish I had long, luxurious Fab- Fabio hair, low in the wind. I'm kind of glad you don't. I'm not. You are perfect the way you are, Isaiah, and Thanks. I love you. <laughs> number three, uh, thinner people. Oh, that we just did number three. It was three. Three was. Sorry. Oh no. <clears throat> Number, let's see. I'm gonna have to cut that out. No, we are. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Embarrassing for me. We'll leave it in. Number three is uh, thinner people don't struggle with clothes. Right. So this, I was uh, listening to the CBC last week, and they were talking about this book, uh, and I just looked up the name of it. It's called Butt, Butt or Butts. A backstory, but a backstory, which <laughs> that's clever name. A it's great a great name. big picture of a peach on the cover of the book by I think it's Stephanie Radke. I think that was her name. Correct me if I'm wrong. I should rub my phone in here to confirm. But anyway, here we are. <laughs> um, and they were she was being interviewed on the CBC about like the evolution of butts and its level of attractiveness in different generations and things like that. And there are lots of really cool factoids that I learned. But one of them was in modern day era. Uh, sizing clothes, sizing jeans in particular, like a jeans company, like name a jeans company, and it hires like this one person who they deem to have the perfect figure. And generally she's like a size six or something. And they fit the jeans to this person perfectly. So she's got that right, not too big, not too small. Did that wrong way. Not too big, not too, too small, small. But and they fit it perfectly and they get her to walk around and move around and squat and like so they're really lived in but the rest of the sizes are just extrapolated and uh, enlarged or made smaller based on her this one person's measurements that's crazy isn't that crazy and how does that work because maths math and science don't work like that biology doesn't work like that yeah not that i ever took biology past regular science in grade 10 (laughs) Um, but people are not just, they don't just grow 10 times the size of this, like assumed perfect figure. So in saying that people with short legs, long legs, they struggle to find pants that fit. Buying pants sucks. True. Doesn't matter what size you are. We've all ended up crying in the change room, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Just me then? No, I know it's not just me because I've talked about this with many people. (laughs) Not just you. Um, I, I don't usually put my pants on a change room. I just grab the size that I know I am, and I just. Well, that's what I do now. That, that, that's that's a typically a guy thing, I guess. Is well, that's what I do now to avoid the, the crying in the change room because the crying in the change room at Paddington's is never fun. Oh no, that doesn't sound <laughs> like fun. 
They're very lovely in there, though. So I have, yeah, I clothing sizes as a whole. I think we we had a conversation. We had about a whole clothing, episode about, about it, it, but like, but it, I but I think that there should be one size, and that if it's an extra large, it's an extra large doesn't matter where you buy it from. I feel like that needs to happen. But the thing is, is people aren't created that way. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. If the size is what it is, but if you're an extra large shoulder and a really small butt. Well, you were not going to probably buy a dress, but if you're buying a dress, what does that look like? It really, it, you have to try stuff on and maybe we should all just wear smocks. Let's <laughs> just wear smocks, everyone. Everyone, mm. everybody just wear a smock. I don't actually feel that way because I really like clothes and I really like feeling good about what I'm wearing. And But it's a real challenge and I don't know the solution. I feel I maybe there isn't one, but standardized sizing. I think you're right. There is, there is some credence to that, yeah. but like. If standardized sizing is just extrapolated from this one girl with perfect fear at a size six, well, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a little crazy too. But I think that I should be able to walk into a Walmart and get an extra large, or into, I don't know, an RW Co. and get an extra large shirt. And have them be the and same. Have them the same. Yeah. Instead of having to walk into an RW Co. and I bring up RW Co. specifically because I do not fit anything in there. And Me neither. It's like a, I can like grab a 4XL and I my arm can barely fit through it. And I'm like, what is this? 4XL for who? And then you think like, and then I talked, I've talked to people at work and stuff about who are not big people who are like, if I'm wearing a, like, they're like, I had to buy a large in this. I'm like, if you're wearing a large, what am I wearing there? Right. Nothing is the answer. And I think that that goes along with the, the skinny people have trouble buying clothes too, because when they go and look for things, the same thing with us is, that, you know, if you go to an RW and Co and you're usually like, I don't know, a small and you go and you're a large there, that definitely doesn't feel good either. Right. No, because like, you're like, did I gain weight? And no is the answer. And uh, there's a person in my life who if they have to buy a size because it's sized weird and they have to buy a large, even if it looks great, they won't buy it. Right. Because it. it Buying a size bigger than what you feel because you they, they struggle with that issue themselves, and just looking at that tag would make I mean, you can cut the tag out, <laughs> like, but that's a yeah, but that's still a body image thing, you know. Right. It feels bad to feel like you need to buy something larger than you should, right? And we should not make assumptions that a thin person hasn't been through a weight struggle themselves either, and right? No, 100%. Maybe that that's a whole other side of it, right? Yeah. That you might be thin or you know healthier um than you were because you you know went to the gym did all the eat live move things yeah um and you've gone down a bunch of sizes and to feel like you're going you're going up again is can it's really definitely be a mental struggle especially if you're always struggling with it in general yeah that's yeah huge huge right all right number two yes that is right we are on number two now uh Thin people are not always judging you. That is true because thin people and all people are self-involved and they're not thinking about you at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, they're not thinking about you. They're not judging you. They're not, uh, they're not paying attention. Well, sometimes they're paying attention. Sometimes they are. And some people are judging. Like yeah, Some people but, are judgmental, but not everyone is. And that's kind of a struggle for both sides of the, spectrum is you're not always being judged so people are very not aware of what their surroundings are half the time no we talked about this before is you know people just don't people are feel like they are the main character which yeah. i am the main character well that's weird because i am <laughs> 
Uh, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think that can happen if I'm the main character. Um, <laughs> you think that I'm the main character? Um, but people always think that they're the main character in their life, right? And, and they kind are. Of are. yeah. But, Except we are. But, but you're not the main character in other people's lives. Nope. Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is the life of Caitlin Dean starring Isaiah. That's <laughs> right. Uh but yeah, we, we are always the main character in our own lives. And sometimes you aren't the main character in other people's lives. In fact, you probably pass, there's people pass by you all day long and never even see you because yep. they're paying attention themselves. They have their own situations going on, um, their own cares and whatever happens. Right. Yeah. And the people who do love you, they mostly, whether you've gained 20 pounds or lost 20 pounds for the most part, people are like, Oh, there's your smile. <laughs> Oh, it's so good to see you. Good to see your face. Like, and they're not examining every pound that you may or may not have lost. No, 100%. Like, that is always, always the thing. And again, we're not, again, not always staring at you, which kind of leads us into number one, which is they're not always staring at you. (laughs) Yeah. Right? That's a, you know, they're not judging you all the time. They're not there. Oh, look at that person. Uh, and I'm, not to say some people aren't judging because yeah, some no, people do some judge. People do that's judge. a real that's a yeah. real thing that happens. But mm-hmm. like I I I we've talked about this before. I don't love wearing a bathing suit in public and going to a beach or something because right. I don't like to be singled out as the big white whale. <laughs> right. Which but, I'm not. <laughs> but like yeah, but, uh, but I did on the weekend and it felt great. It was great to go swimming. It was pretty not overly populated, but it was so much fun to go swimming. It's like, why don't I swim more? Yeah, I love swimming. But yeah, no, people aren't always just staring at you all the time. Like that's the thinner people aren't staring at you. Bigger people aren't staring at thinner people. Although sometimes I like to sit around and people watch and that's a whole thing. That's you know, a whole thing too. That. Yeah, I, yeah. I do like people watching. Sometimes. Oh, me too. But I usually watch her behaviors. I'm not yeah, watching. I'm not, I'm, not watching like, for your, I'm not judging your size. I'm judging what you're actually doing. So yeah. pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Like <laughs> stop picking your nose guy walking down the street right now. <laughs> right. Stop it. While you're no, listening actually, to this. it's gross. Oh, he's bank is down. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, we're, unless, there, you know, there are people that are going to be doing that. And that's a fact of life is people just sometimes want to prop themselves up. Right. Because of other, whatever everyone other else factors. does. Right. But and that, as a, well, and sorry, Isaiah, I cut you off. Carry on. Um, and that's kind of like a a fact of life too, is people use other people to make themselves feel better, right? Yeah, that's a thing. But also is a thing is um that people are generally I said this off the top, people are generally self-involved and not thinking about you at all. But it's not an all us versus them thing. Like not all fat people are, are thinking one thing and not all thin people are thinking another. And like I've always said, <laughs> there are douchebags everywhere. There are douchebags everywhere. But there are predominantly wonderful people who are just caring people. And do people always do the right thing? No. But we try. Yeah, right? It is it is all about caring and trying to do your best. Um, and hopefully, you know, you people out there that listen to us, you lovely, beautiful people, um, always, always try at least to, if you don't do the right thing, you know, thinking back to what you've done, um, and maybe making sure you improve on yourself because we don't always do the right thing. We it's, don't. Uh, it's about improving on yourself and being, yeah. being a better person, 
uh, as you move forward, which is the kind of the key thing, which I think is great a way to end our top fives is, you know, don't assume is the kind of the key thing on these top fives don't and, assume. you know, making sure that, you know, you try and do better every day and hopefully try and improve not only your life, but someone else's life in your vicinity. Wow. I say you get real, real deep on that real one. Real deep and a little bit after school, especially on that one, but we'll hey. go with it. I think it's sweet. Schoolhouse rocks. <laughs> 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 but I think we are good to end it on that note. Uh, again, all you people out there that have donated. Thank you. Um, if you want to help, Get that next mic coming um, down below. There's a link in both our YouTube and Spotify and all of our stuff um, for the buy me a coffee. But uh, other than that, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet. Uh, they can find us at Kate and Isaiah Living Large on Facebook. And they can find me, uh, Caitlin Dean. You can friend me if you want. No. <laughs> um, and you can find me on TikTok at Fat Caitlin, on Instagram at Kate D or Kated, and on X at the Caitlin Dean. And I am Maritime Brews on all of the social medias. Uh, gonna start putting out some new content. Super excited! I got some stuff on the way, Ooh. so some new content's coming for that. Um, and you can find us if you're listening on uh, the podcast. You can find us on YouTube if you want to watch the videos. Um, and if you are watching, uh, if you could like, subscribe, that goes a long way as well. Um, and sharing on your social medias as well would be great. It'd be awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for yeah. listening thanks and for listening. just being there. Yes, thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully you improve upon yourselves every day. And oh my God, I see. we are. That, that is it. <laughs> But thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.